Keep them in mind this week, if you would, please. Exodus chapter 32. I'll read one verse there. And in 1 Chronicles 29, verse 5. Those two verses, if you would. In Exodus 32, verse 29. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. Turn over now to First Chronicles with me, uh, to chapter 29, and uh, I want to read verse 5. 1 Chronicles 29, verse 5. The gold for things of gold, the silver for things of silver, for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers, and who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight in Jesus' precious name that you will help us, Lord, to consecrate ourselves to you, that we may do a better job for you in this coming year, Lord, than we've done in the past. Lord, while goes blessings are not sufficient for the day, we need your blessings upon our life every moment of every day. And Lord, yesterday's blessings have been good to us. And over the years that passed, Lord, we've done our best to serve you. You've blessed us on every side. You've kept us healthy. You've kept us going. And you've blessed everything we laid our hands to. But Lord, we want a new blessing. And, Lord, you've told us how to do it in your word. So help us, encourage us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If it's something I found through the Bible that blesses my soul, is God's people be going along, and they'll come to a special event or something God's fixing to do greatly, and he tells his people, now you get together and consecrate yourselves to God. Now, what that means is get sin out of your life, get your life straightened out because I'm fixing to bless you. And if you want to bless the Lord, you're going to have to do that. And uh, in verse 5, where we just read the last part, who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord? Now, the question in these two verses is, who is willing to consecrate themselves to Christ today? And we must in this day and time, especially the last days just before Jesus come back, remember who our enemy is. Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I saw Art come in this morning and he sat down here in front, and I never will forget, uh, he came to me. There was a family with, uh, I think they had two or three, maybe it was even four little children with them, and they had visited church, and Art got to, he come to me, he said, Preacher, that family is real bad off. He said, they need help, Preacher, would you help them? I said, well, what do you want me to do? And uh, so I went over to visit them, and they said, well, we want to move out of this house, and we got a house over here and uh, further off, and, and could you help us move? And uh, so I got my utility trailer that I'd been using, 
hadn't had the thing long and went over and got all their furniture, supposedly their furniture, and put it in that my trailer, and we carried it over to another house and parked it. And they said, now, we'll park it here tonight. If you'll just leave it here tonight, we'll unload it in the morning and put it in the house. Come morning time, my trailer and all of them was gone. (laughs) They stole my trailer. They stole the furniture. They stole everything and took off to Georgia. And uh, finally, the highway patrolman caught them. And uh, they, they, they called me and told me, the highway patrolman, I never did get my trailer back. When he came in this morning, I sat down and I looked at him. I said, hmm, I want my trailer back. <laughs> but you know what? I got to thinking about that thing. And as I was thinking about this, that uh, I don't wrestle against those people. You, you think about what's behind it. And the Bible says that the devil's behind it. It's something else to me. I just will never understand anybody, any family especially, can use their kids to get sympathy from people to steal from. I, that just, I can't understand that. But it goes on all the time. And we, we, we've been dealing with the angel things, and we, we say, how in the world could people sell their own children into these... Uh, uh, rings that they do and things they do and uh, you got to realize who's behind all of that it's the devil and we wrestle against the devil we don't wrestle against flesh and blood we wrestle against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places the Bible says now when we realize we're in a battle with the devil and his imps and serpents then then you must ask the question, how can I be a better Christian then in 2020 is coming up ahead of us? And I got to thinking about this. Lord, I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a better Christian than I've ever been before because I really believe my days are limited. So are yours. So is everybody's. Our days are limited. We don't know when we're going to be with the Lord. We don't know when the Lord's coming back. But I do know He's coming back. And I do know if he don't come back soon, I'm gonna go be with him. And I want to be I want to be used of God every way I can to serve the Lord. So number one, I wrote down set out this year to read the Bible through. Now I know a lot of you read the Bible through already this past year and years past, but you know, uh, do it again. Just read it through again. I started every year I start reading the Bible through and it takes me just about a year because I'll get to reading and I'll find something I go back and I want to search it and then I'll get started up again and then I go back and it takes me a, a good year to read all the way through the Bible uh, but I love to and every time I do I find something new and a new blessing and God always blesses them. Now, you know how to read it through and 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 here's the thing, you gotta lay down some magazines, you gotta lay down some books, other books and things, but you know you can read a chapter a day in the New Testament and, and a chapter or two a day in the Old Testament. It's it's easy to do. And Matthew four and verse four says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Think about that. That's how you live, by the word of God. And you cannot do it if you don't know it. And so you got to read it and study it. And I, I determined I want to read the Bible through all over again. Just start from the beginning. In the beginning, God. 
Hey, I've read that I don't know how many times. And I turned back and I said, Lord, now you know I already know that. I already read that. And I've read it many, many times. The Lord always says, but you need to read it again. Amen? And the Word of God never gets old. Just set out to read it all the way through. Number two, set out this year to have a family, family devotion. I sit sometime at my table early in the morning just reading my Bible. And my wife sits on the other side of the table reading hers. We don't necessarily read it out loud together, but you know it would be a good thing if we did. And if people got back there, they used to do that. They used to sit around and read the Bible out to one another, just read it together, and pray together for one another and others. Deuteronomy 6 and verse 6 says, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. In other words, put Bible reading in your everyday busy schedule. Just put it in your schedule. This is the time I'm going to read my Bible. A lot of people read the Bible just before. You want a good night's sleep? I'll tell you how to do it. Start reading your Bible just before you go to bed, go to sleep. Just sit down and read your Bible. You'll get so sleepy and you have the best night's sleep. But if you'll make it a habit every night, you'll get used to it and you'll read it every night. Number three, set out this year to have a personal daily private time of the Bible study in prayer. Meditating and memory work of the Bible. Just memorize something. You know what I do a lot of time laying in my bed at night by, if I can't go to sleep? I go to quoting scriptures that I know. Now, I haven't memorized many, but I go just quoting scriptures that I know. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I go on and on. In the beginning, God. God created the earth and heaven and so on. And I quote to myself, laying there, and meditating on the Word of God, just just going over into my mind. And it'll help you. Number four, set out this year to pray through every difficulty and need until you thank God and live without worry. Now turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. Now any Christian that's been through a hard time knows these verses, but uh, it's always good to be refreshed by them. Philippians chapter 4. And listen to this for just a minute. Verse 6 and verse 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God which pass all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You know what the God says through His Word? Tell me your troubles. Come unto me. Talk to me about what's going on in your life. Tell me your troubles. Now, it's good to have partners in the Lord. It's good to have somebody you can call and say, pray for me about this. Amen? And I have people do that all the time, and I always count that a great privilege. I really do. But the Bible says God wants you to call on Him. Carry your problems to Him and lay them there and quit your worrying and turn them over to the Lord. Set out this year to pray through every difficulty and need until you can thank God and live without worry. And then number five, set out this year to get every kin of ours and every personal friend saved this year. Pray for them. Give them Bible guidance and knowledge and urge them to go to church with you and serve the Lord. Give them a track or how to be saved. Uh, press them for a decision for Christ. 
You know, it's so easy to talk to people about the Lord, but if you want to see somebody saved, you've got to bring them down to decision. You know, I mean, just telling somebody you need to be saved, that's good. But you need to bring them down to decision for Christ. And you know what the old devil says? Don't do that. You know, they'll make fun of you, whatever. No, no, everybody won't. And I like what uh, years ago this man came and went so winning me, and he said, Brother Strong, you know, uh, you get to win one. We were going from door to door just as fast as we could, just knocking on doors, witnessing people. And you'd have doors slammed in your face, people, I don't want to be you, and so on. And he said, don't worry about it, let's go to the next one. And we'd take off down the road drive, just about running, to tell you the truth. And we'd go to door to door. I said, what's your hurry? Yeah, he said, well, you've got to learn something now, Brother Strong. You get one out of ten. Them nine just went by. We'll get one in a minute. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. And you know what? He was right. Every once in a while, you'll get one. And I like what old Dr. Harold Seidler said. He said, I don't have people saved every service. I don't have people baptized every service. But he said, every once in a while. He said, I get one. And I said, buddy, that's the way to live. Amen. Number six, set out this year to make Jesus Lord of your life. Just Lord of your life. Lord, I don't have no claim on my life anymore. He's Lord of my life. Amen. Let me show you something. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Look at verse 31 with me. Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Isn't that good? Whatever you do, do to the glory of God. If you eat and give thanks to God. Uh, if you go to sleep, Lord, give me a good night's sleep. Lord, if I'm working, protect me, Lord. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Amen? Think about that. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. For just a second. Look at verse 33. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I didn't see the key verse, or the key word in that verse till just a few years ago. Every one of us is looking for things, aren't we? Always seeking after things. You know how to have them? Seek God first. If you seek God first, He plainly says, and all these things, and He doesn't tell you what things, and everybody will say, well, He's talking about spiritual things. He didn't say that. He says things, period. And all these things shall be added unto you. So I do know one thing then. God said if I'd seek Him first, I don't have to worry about getting things. He'll come to you. Notice now, uh, number seven, set a goal this year to win some soul each week to Christ Jesus. At every cost, whatever it takes. Set a time, hour, place, person to witness to. Plan each week to seek somebody to lead to Christ. And you know what? If you do that, I've learned something. God will put somebody in your life that you'll get to witness to. If you'll do it, He'll put that person in your life. But it's up to you then to witness to it. And that's how to have a good year to come year. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I want a good year. I, I read several years ago 
uh, in the Bible where it says how to have long life and good days. Now, i got news for you. I do not want a long life without good days. If all I'm going to do is live misery all of my life, Lord, take me on home now. Amen? But I want long life and good days. And the Bible tells you how to do it. You can have long life and good days with the Lord. If you make Him first, He'll give you good days ahead of you. And I'm looking forward to it. And I plan on never missing a service unless I cannot get here. And if you make up your mind to that, you'll be here. You'll be in church. You'll read your Bible. You'll pray. And set a goal. And I know this. Anybody that do not set goals in their life will never amount to anything. You've got to set a goal in your life. It's just like I was talking to somebody here a while back. They were thinking about getting married. I said, where are you going to live? Well, I hadn't thought about that. Well, you better think about it. you got to live somewhere. Amen? And so you got to set a goal. I set a goal before I got married. I'm going to have me a home. I'm going to have me a place. And we did. Me and my wife got married. Uh, just a few days after that, we had our place. We had built our own home and everything. And I said, I'm going to have me a car. I got me a car. You got to set a goal. And when you set the goal, then you'll reach that goal. But if you don't have no goal, you're floundering. You're just going from here to there. Yeah, maybe so, maybe not. And you'll never have anything to amount to anything. You got to set a goal. And my goal this year is to be a better Christian than I have been last year. I really want to. God knows my heart. I want to be a better Christian for the Lord. And I want to do better things for the Lord. And I want to see more accomplished for the Lord than ever before. And I do believe this, people. Have you noticed lately the different people that's coming to church? It's different people. If we all, if we had them all here one Sunday, you'd have the building full. This morning was a complete different crowd than we had last Sunday. And it's so strange. And what I'm really praying for is God deal with hearts and put us back to that place where we all want to go to church and serve the Lord every time the doors are open. God can do it. Amen. I can't do it, but God can. And I want a good year. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, there's so much that I want in the way of serving you. Lord, it, I know I can't accomplish all of them, but I can with your power and your might. And Father, I do pray for your leadership. I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit, not only in my life, but in the life of every member of this church and every member, every person that comes through those doors into this place. Will you let this place be a lighthouse to everyone that they might see there is somebody that still cares Jesus saves bless us we pray in Jesus' name Amen Let's sing something 375 just as I